0: Hi wonderful souls, so I'm back again with another episode of Coffee Conversations. I'm damn sure that you all had great moments of fun, frolic, festivity and togetherness along with your friends, family and relatives. So moving on to a next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before going on to this episode, I have to make an announcement that now Coffee Conversations would be coming fortnightly and that too on Fridays, not on Thursdays, Okay. So why we went ahead for this change, because there's some reason and very soon you'll get to know about the reason too. Uh, okay, so I was talking about today's episode, but today's episode has got a great deal to do with creativity. Yes, you've guessed it right. We have an artist today and she is a very, very unique artist. Can you imagine any festival without creativity? I guess you can't because festival has got a great deal to do with creativity. Imagine Diwali without those wonderful diyas, without those uh, beautiful candles and without those, you know, fairy lights and decorative pieces. So, it makes no sense, isn't it? Think of any other festival, just any other festival. You will get an idea that how much these artists are associated with these festivals because they add a lot of colors to our lives through their artistry. So, according to me, art is something which your eyes meet so as to collect a myriad of messages, especially when we talk of visual arts, not performing arts. Here we are talking about visual arts. So, when you look at any visual art, you get to perceive a lot of messages from one piece of art And then you are all set to a journey of exploration. Today's guest over coffee conversation is a visual artist, a very renowned visual artist. Her name is Aarti Uppal Singla. Aarti has gained a lot of fame and recognition by her work, also by her community that she has built for all the art lovers and also by her brand Kagzi Ghora which is a stationary brand exclusively for artists. Okay, so let's move on to the conversation.
1: Hello, dear listeners. It's time for another inspirational story. In this episode, we have for you Arti Uppal Singla, an artist from the core of her heart. And we will come to know about her journey into this artistry, which comes with all the divinity from her soul. Hello, Aarti. A very hearty welcome to Coffee Conversations.
2: Thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
1: Yeah, so Aarti, an artist is an updated version of a human being. I mean, I can say this way because I feel that an artist is an updated version because here in the soul of an artist exists A higher level of uh, perfection, patience, passion, and understanding of the surroundings. What do you say about an artist? How would you define an artist?
2: Okay, I would define an artist who views the world around them from a different perspective.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Like mostly people see what they are shown an artist sees what
1: they want to see oh absolutely that's great of course you feel your surroundings you are a good observant and this is like something which is coming very organically from the heart of an artist isn't it
2: of course you know that's what when people say oh you can teach art you can probably teach somebody to draw yeah to, uh, to apply color but It's very difficult to teach someone creativity or that artistic instinct. Mm -hmm. That is something that you are born with or you hone on your own by being observant, by looking at things around you, by being more open to signs and symbols and Mm -hmm. emotions
1: around you. Beautiful. Definitely so uh, arti our listeners would love to know about you and your journey because i have read a lot about you i have watched your videos and you are the founder of uh, an organization which is also known as, which is known as uh, kagzi Gora. am i right
2: yes that's my brand that's my stationery brand yeah which caters to artists
1: mm-hmm. so we would love to know about your journey arti could you please share that with us
2: I'll be happy to. So I have had a very interesting uh, uh, journey. It's not, it has not been linear. It has not been, you know, a linear progression where there are people who start off with their school and they have in mind what they're going to be and they continue down that path. I was a science student who loved science. I gave my pre-medical exams, but I also gave entrance for arts college because I was good at art. Mm -hmm. And I, so life took a turn then instead of going in for medical college, I Mm -hmm. actually went to have a degree in fine arts. And um, after my fine arts degree, there was time again to make the next decision to go for for a master's degree or not. So somewhere along uh, my arts, I was feeling a little left out from my love for literature and science. Now, mm-hmm. science at that point was not really an option given the way our education system is structured, yeah. but literature definitely was. So, I went on to do my master's in in English. Okay. So, I've had these varied backgrounds which have kind of culminated in the way I work.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: My science background, my literature background and my fine arts background. So, today my work centered around art draws inspiration from all three.
1: Yeah.
2: So, so. I... My I am my art is inspired by nature,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I use a lot of tech, technical know-how in creating art. And that mm-hmm. my background in physics and chemistry definitely helps me in that.
1: That's so really great, I bravery, started my yeah. career by working
2: mm-hmm. by uh, with the first job being with the magazine Cosmopolitan. Okay, I
1: worked there
2: for almost a year.
1: That's really commendable, Cosmopolitan. Great, <laughs> yeah. And
2: from there, I went on to work with my ex-boss from Cosmo. She had a design studio where we did mainly books and magazines. Mm -hmm. So for about two years, I did that. And then I opened my own design studio called The Easel Ideas, Mm where I did move on from not doing, from just doing not just books and magazines, but logos, branding, Mm -hmm. uh, packaging design, all kind of print work that I could lay my hands on,
1: yeah,
2: it was interesting because I could choose my projects I could one project was very different from another, mm-hmm. and it was fun working on all those then around twenty ten yeah uh, uh, with my husband I decided we decided to open a self publishing company okay. using my expertise in print design and his expertise in printing, which from his last job. Mm-hmm. And we opened India's second uh, self-publishing company called Publisher Dreams.
1: Okay, so it's, it's known as Publishers said, Dream. What is its name?
2: It, the company was called Publish Our Dreams.
1: Okay, Publish Our Dream. Okay, yeah.
2: So we uh, so we did that for about four years. Then took a break to focus mm-hmm. on family. Our parents who were not mm-hmm. doing too well health wise. Yeah. Then around 2014, I started feeling that I am not doing fine art anymore. Since mm. I came into publishing design and all, fine art had taken a back seat. Yeah. And uh, I was at a point where I had to decide whether to go full time into you know mm-hmm. pick up more and more graphic design projects. Yeah. Or should I go back to my uh, my degree, my college education, which was in graphics, yeah. and should I explore more of my artistic side? Mm-hmm. So I decided to do that. Yeah, I started getting back into painting and also started a community for Artists to Connect called the Art Exchange Project.
1: That is really interesting. Yes, I've read about your community and you've done a great deal of work regarding this community. So what all sorts of work you do for this community?
2: started off with the idea of connecting with other artists and mm-hmm. you know a lot of people give up art after school because mm-hmm. you know life happens, you go to college, yeah. yes. get a degree yeah.
1: in mm-hmm. anything
2: except arts and yeah. then you have a job, a career, marriage, kids, everything a lot of people give up art. So my mm-hmm. idea with this was to get people back into art.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's why this community was formed and started from like a handful of people, my friends, because we we thought like we all sit and sketch at home. So why not mm-hmm. sit together on a weekend and sketch outdoors? Okay. Going from that today, this is a 5,000 plus community on Facebook. That's I've
1: great. have had over yeah.
2: 100 events, mm-hmm. including uh, free art meetups, workshops, exhibitions,
1: mm-hmm.
2: visits to artist studios. Yeah. So the whole idea is To connect people over art in an atmosphere of learning, sharing, teaching, without any intuition.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. Aarti, I would say that after listening to your journey and your story, I feel as if art flows from your heart and you have quite inculcated art into your being, isn't it so?
2: It is. It is absolutely true what you're saying, Yamini, because for me, art is like, it's ever-present. It's everywhere. Yeah, I cannot look at anything and not see something mm-hmm. inherently artistic in it. Yeah, yeah, so, so it might I be would... a piece of cloth, furniture, everything. Yeah. Yes, it, there is art in it.
1: So, a tour down your uh, home would be like into an art gallery. I would, just I, yes, it up in this I would say that, yes, of course. And, even more, thing like, as we all know, that um that there are quite uh, a good number of artists who were under controversy for their expressions. And you uh, come to know about such, you know, things in the news or when you read the newspapers, that mostly artists are put under controversy due to some reason. Because, you know, like uh, people express in the way, I mean, in a flowy way. You don't think, you don't manipulate things, just like you said, that it comes out, creativity just pours onto paper or whatever. But... Expressionism is another wing of art which has, uh, you know, uh, taken shape just due to some conceptual or thematic thing. What is it actually? Why are artists put under controversy? Just like if I give an example, Jackson Pollock, he was under controversy because of his art where he has shown that he is pouring a lot of color onto a canvas. So what... What is your take on this about these controversies?
2: Okay, I'll okay. I'll let me put it this way: like you know, sometimes uh, most artists, most mm-hmm. artists work from emotions. Okay. They just express what they are feeling at that point of time, mm-hmm. or if they have an idea in their mind which they want to put it out on paper or canvas. Yeah, their medium is visual. I'm talking about yes. visual artists here. Visual I'm not talking identity. about performing artists. Yes. Their mm. medium being visual, they just express through colors and paints and lines mm-hmm. and forms. Yes. As, but at times, there are artists who actively quote controversy because, well, you are in a world where notoriety sells.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, unfortunately, few artists actively, you know, seek that kind yes. of attention. Mm-hmm. But, Mostly if they do land up in controversy, it is because their expression is sometimes at odds with what conventional society is.
1: Yes, that is the point, correct. So, But, yeah, Hmm. please go ahead.
2: Just pour out what is in their heart and mind and sometimes it's not easy for people to understand.
1: Sometimes
2: it goes against what is conventionally acceptable Mm -hmm. and that is what lands up to artists in controversies at times.
1: Correct, correct. Uh, that, but at the same time this kind of expression has also given way to conceptual art form. So could you just let us know more about what is this conceptual art form? Okay.
2: So conceptual art is usually, you know, like like I said, the artist has a vision in their head.
1: Okay. The yeah. vision
2: may not translate it conventionally. Like
1: mm-hmm.
2: say for example, I have a vision of um uh, A woman and a child. Yes. The emotions that are there between them.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And not necessarily I would put it out as a portrait of a very pretty woman with a very innocent looking child. Mm -hmm. It could be that my expression is more abstract, more... Mm. um,
1: I mean, you don't have a very defined shape. Yeah. I can understand what you mean to say.
2: In which I'm probably trying to capture the energy or the synergy between the two.
1: Yeah, great, great. The concept is there Mm -hmm.
2: and the idea is there. Yes. But my representation is not conventional.
1: Yes. So it totally depends upon the other party, how they are perceiving that thing. And it totally yes. depends upon the perceiver, okay. Uh, and one so more lot of artists, a yeah.
2: lot of artists do write a concept note with their art,
1: mm-hmm. which
2: usually is put up with their work, where they talk about like, what were the thinking, what made yeah. them come up with this work, what are they trying to project. But yes. so then there are other artists who feel that, I have done my bit. It mm-hmm. is up to the viewer to see and perceive yeah. what they want.
1: Okay. So, so I have, uh, in
2: fact, I have a series of my works called Manifest Unmanifest. It okay. is based on the concept of Vyapta Vyabhita from Bhagavatam. Oh, and oh. Uh, so when I made those paintings, mm-hmm. I had a certain thought in my mind. Yeah. And when when the painting was done, I see a certain imagery in that. But necessarily yeah. other people don't see it.
1: They, they won't see. Something it. It's not necessary. different. Yes, yes. Very true. Very true. Because you are taking in some form and maybe somebody else is taking it in some other form. So you don't know how people are taking things. It's really beautiful to know about this. And one more thing, like something which is like hitting my head right at this moment when I'm having this conversation with you is that many youngsters, especially teenagers, just like you also mentioned just a few minutes ago that uh, uh, People just get distracted from art or you can say that they they are unable to give enough time or devote enough time to this, um, you know, passion or something like that because of their studies. So what is your take on this? Because there are many artists who just, you know, uh, I can say that they don't bloom into the correct shape due to the burden of studies and due to this educational structure of a country. Exactly. So what is your take on this?
2: See, uh, okay, Ramini, I come from a school of thought that if you want to get into finance, mm-hmm. it's better to go to a formal college.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, if I might put it this way, uh, you have to get from point A to B.
1: Yes. If that's you are
2: on your own, mm-hmm. you might decide to probably take a rickshaw, walk a bit,
1: mm-hmm.
2: because that's, and, but, but if you're in a college, yeah See, that gives you a ticket to a bus which is standing right there. Mhm so with that, you can take the bus and reach from from point a to b much
1: mm-hmm. faster. That's really correct, but you know this is what is happening in the society because. Children and young people are so burdened by the pressure of their peers that they have to achieve something in their academics. And due to that, you know, they bury wow. their passion underneath some heap of, you know, all these burdens and all, what to say, like, I have seen many children around me. Yeah.
2: And parents have to kind of come to a conclusion that their child is... Hmm. I understand it's very difficult today in today's age and time when even college admissions close off at 100%. Yes,
1: yes. Very so
2: somewhere true. they you, I think it would be I, probably ideal for people to just take a break, sit back.
1: Yes. Probably very, go
2: in for aptitude test to figure out where their ability
1: is yeah. what do
2: they really like doing, and then focus mm-hmm. on that. Then Instead so. of, you know, uh, parents sending their kids off to work Vedic math class and a music class yes. a football class. Like, a child doesn't need to do everything.
1: You don't have to push them. It should come out, you know, naturally from them. That's it. And But uh, parents or teachers, they force them to do things like, you should go to a guitar class. Even if a child isn't interested in guitar, maybe the child is more interested in painting class. So this is what you're saying, right?
2: Yeah. So it's I think somewhere parents and children need to have a discussion. Discussion over to this. figure out like yeah. what what where does child's ability mm-hmm. and passion lie? Okay. And then encourage just one or two things. You don't need to push a child for everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely a proponent of getting a formal edu- education in whatever field you are in. It mm-hmm. okay, honestly it makes things very easy.
1: Like I see
2: now, when I see younger artists who are self-taught,
1: they're very
2: creative, no doubt. They're very Mm -hmm. creative. Their thought processes are very interesting. They come up Mm -hmm. with very interesting concepts.
1: Yeah.
2: They stumble when it comes to execution of those concepts.
1: Very Uh, true. Very true. Even I have seen this. You're correct.
2: Because they don't know the building blocks of the, like Mm -hmm. so to say of the painting.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So they stumble in execution yes education even if you are unable to go to college for whatever mm-hmm. reason i mean it could be any reason
1: it could be any reason it is good yeah to learn from or any other,
2: other. People, yeah. all, I, I have like almost 30 years of experience i mm-hmm. don't stop learning i still yes. learn from
1: it's it's I an learn everyday from people process younger to
2: me i learn from people older to me
1: of course that should be the concept of learning absolutely correct even i believe this aati uh, I have read a lot about this uh, kagzi ghora. Could you just elaborate on it? What is it all about?
2: Sure, Yamini. I think it's, it's a project, it's a business which is very close to my heart. Because as an artist, when I started my art community, we used to discuss a lot that we do not get good sketchbooks in India. Mm-hmm. What we get is normally this cartridge sheet, A4 size sketchbooks and nothing better than that. And then some of us, including me, we came across something called a Moleskin or some foreign brands which are very expensive. So mm. That kind of started me on a journey to manufacture my own. So, I spent around 6-8 months researching paper, mm. finding the right kind of paper which will, you know, take all kinds of medium and then this brand was born. So, now
1: mm-hmm. at
2: present, we have around 19 SKUs under the brand there mm-hmm. are different formats of sketchbooks there are also some open and with colored pages yeah. so it, it, it caters to artists of all kinds of mm-hmm. people who work with different materials and I also do custom uh, sketchbooks for some senior artists okay. when they want their own design on the cover or they want a certain format or a size so I yeah. do custom designs for them also
1: that's
2: beautiful. So, is like my little baby and I sell it only
1: through word of mouth and it's doing well. It's so special to you and it should be. Why not? Because, you know, you might have heard of this quote or saying that most of the biggest solutions on this earth uh, came up from a problem. So, first you identified a problem. Because you faced those problems, that there were not enough stationery for uh, these art students. Then you went ahead with, you know, bringing up a solution for it. So that was a great idea to come up with, Kagzi Ghora.
2: Thank you. I'll... Like I use only it's a free it's a sustainable paper? So yeah. some of some senior artists in Delhi they have bought my sketchbooks and they have made their professional works in it. Okay,
1: so they have so, sold
2: for like lots of rupees.
1: Okay, so to uh, to get your um, products from this uh, Karvi Gora, how to how to access your product?
2: So you can check it on Instagram or on Facebook. Facebook okay. has a page called Kaagsi Koda. Instagram mm. has a profile Kaagsi Koda. you can DM me okay. and uh, like I can send anybody who's interested I can send them the catalog mm-hmm. so you can order the courier within India for, uh, uh, like within Delhi is free of cost If it's mm-hmm. outside and it's like a larger weight you okay. can charge for couriers otherwise mm-hmm. like uh, and it's shipped anywhere in India for now
1: that's wonderful so, if somebody is very much interested in pursuing a career in, uh, say, visual art, just like you are also a visual artist, so uh, what are the steps which are required for that person to, fo- to be followed?
2: So, steps would be definitely even when you are in school, try mm-hmm. and do as much as you can, participate in competitions. Okay. participate in your school activities where mm-hmm. you get to hone your skills
1: okay
2: uh, these there's a lot of schools have very good art departments headed mm-hmm. by art college uh, yes passouts yes. who who encourage young, uh, young students mm-hmm. to explore different things
1: okay. and then
2: obviously figure out the different art colleges
1: in mm-hmm. india
2: and abroad mm-hmm. and uh, apply to them they all have entrance exams
1: okay so, so uh, how do so they
2: study for those exams? Yeah.
1: Like if
2: you are in North, you have colleges in Banaras, you have in Delhi, you have in uh, Chandigarh.
1: So, you're talking like about they... these art colleges, right?
2: Yes. So, so there are lots of arts colleges. Apply mm-hmm. there
1: and
2: okay. get your degree. And of course, in mm-hmm. post-graduation, you can do master's in it. You can go out for experience. Yes. If you, even at, even at graduate level, if you wish to pursue studies outside of India, mm-hmm. There are a lot of universities and colleges in UK, US, uh, Great India, and a lot of them offer scholarships.
1: Yes, very useful information, Artie. Suppose somebody joins your community, then uh, would they get all these information there by joining your community?
2: Yes, we are always open for questions. Because of COVID, we have not been having our offline meets. Mm-hmm. But uh, once things ease out a little, we have offline meets every weeks okay and uh, there, like you know we get people from all segments we get professional artists hobby mm-hmm. artists okay it's as young as school kids to people as old as 75 years old and there are teachers yeah. designers architects so you get like knowledge from so many people at the same mm-hmm. time and it has become a very wonderful happy group who's always ready to help so if one person is not able to help you there is always another one
1: that's lovely indeed and okay in the end i would just ask you to you know share your mantra or you can say message to the youngsters
2: my message is no learning ever goes waste Mm -hmm. like if at one point you're feeling that oh i want to be an artist what am i doing studying math It will also help you somewhere. That is my mantra. Like no learning ever goes waste. And the more you teach, the more you learn.
1: Mesmerizing words indeed. So thank you again, Aarti, for coming here, coming over to Coffee Conversations and sharing such useful information with our listeners.
2: Thank you, Yamini. Thank you for inviting me.